0: That's fine. That was a nice vamp while I get into the uh, proper headspace for this, okay? Yeah. Hello! (sniffs) (laughs) Sorry!
1: (laughs) I I saw it coming, but I was still not prepared.
2: (laughs) This podcast contains adult language. Starting now. (gasps)
0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of All the Worlds of Cage, the podcast where we temporarily traverse Nicolas Cage's lyrical filmography one movie at a time. <laughs> but this isn't just a podcast, gag; It's a chance to do things differently. Join us as we cruise the '60s streets in our Chevy Impala, sing with us as the fourth member of our generic vocal pop quartet, and marvel with us at discovering a time travel movie that Jeff doesn't want to chuck into a furnace on principle. <laughs> I'm sorry. Today we're watching the 1986 fantasy comedy Peggy Sue Got Married, featuring the incomparable Kathleen Turner and, and also Nicolas Cage doing that fucking voice the whole time. Uh, I'm your co-host Jeff.
1: Sir, my cheeks hurt so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm your
2: co, I'm your
1: co- <laughs> It was hard to get through.
2: I'm I'm your co-host, Josh.
1: (sighs) Hi, I'm Sean. So, (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ, man.
2: So, what did you guys think of this movie, just to kick us off? Uh,
0: So, this is a movie uh, that I had seen before. You know, so at, really. at one point we were, uh, you know, kicking off the episodes with that our prior relationship with this movie, and mm-hmm. I actually like this movie a lot. This is one of like you know, like four or five Nick Cage movies that I owned on DVD prior, you know, to the uh, uh,
2: inception of this project. So um, this is a good when idea. we when we collectively lost our minds and decided this was a good idea. Yeah. <sighs> what yeah. else are you gonna do during quarantine? I mean, it's true. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. You gotta gotta beat the heat.
0: Yeah. Well, and, you know, I mean, if there's one thing that the internet doesn't have enough of, it's white guys talking into microphones. So just wanted to make sure we. uh...
1: But yeah, I have uh, seen this movie as well. I've really enjoyed it. Kind of like that, uh, you know, as far as like, you know, high school movies go, Mm -hmm. this one's up there on my list. I I love this movie.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'd actually never seen this one. This was new to me. I had never seen it, nor did I know what it was about. Um, So you can imagine my surprise when she goes back in time. Yeah. And then is
0: in high school with all of her 30-year-old classmates. That was great. Although, actually, it's weird, though, isn't it? Because, like, half of the characters are, like, you know, people in their 30s portraying yeah. teenagers. And then by the same... Like, on the other side of the coin, you have a 22-year-old Nicolas Cage <laughs> portraying a character who's at his 25th
2: high school reunion. So, <laughs> there's a tension there. He looks... It's insane. Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll get to what he looks like. But, um, you know, it's weird. I never... Like, it never bothered me. You know? Because it seems like the movie... Just says, like, yes, Kathleen Turner is not, you know, 18 years old and neither are any of these other actors. They're all, you know, a bunch of them are obviously actors in their 30s. We don't care. And as a result, I didn't really care either. I just kind of bought it and just like went along with it. Yeah, I
0: mean, uh, this is uh, the era of filmmaking where that was like, you know, incredibly commonplace. Teenagers were constantly being portrayed by people
2: in their you know, 20s at least, if not 30s. So, Yeah, and they're better about it now, you know? Mm -hmm. I think a lot of it, too, was, like, the body language. Like, um, when Kathleen Turner goes back and is playing her high school self again, I, like, she sold it just based on how she moved around and acted.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, All of the, you know, the high school gang definitely uh,
2: does a good job of uh, portraying that age. Yeah, for sure. Oh, by the way, if you haven't seen this movie, we already kind of touched on it. But yeah, it's about Kathleen Turner, who has gone through a divorce from Nick Cage. Uh, tr- about to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like right in the middle of it. And then um, goes back to her high school 25th reunion. Faints when she is elected reunion queen, I guess. Yeah. Which is that a thing? I don't think that's a thing. Mm, I don't know. It's not I a thing. I have never been to a high school reunion, and I don't know anybody our age that has. Well, um, I mean,
1: uh, yeah, okay.
2: <laughs> I, uh,
0: I, I have to disagree with you there. You actually definitely know two people that have gone to their <laughs> high Wait, school reunion. Wait,
1: what? And- <laughs> yeah, we went to our 10th ten- year.
0: Yeah, our 10th wow. year was just at a bar. Um, nice.
1: And nobody was crowned anything. Yeah, nobody That's was crowned
0: anything except for Drunk. Yeah, oh man. (laughs) Which a lot of people were crowned that. Yeah, somebody
1: showed up with like a hammer, and they were covered in blood, and that's not a joke. That's just that happened. It was weird. I wasn't like a
2: Halloween thing.
1: No, it was not.
2: Wait, hold up. Sorry, was it someone you went to high school with? No. Okay, all right. No. (laughs) (laughs) Also, everybody was murdered. Oh, I read
0: about that. Okay, so you're saying we're in kind of a Jacob's Ladder scenario right
1: now I see. or
2: yeah, disprove yeah. it, buddy. oh Shit, I can't. I can't do that. So, um, she uh Kathleen Turner goes back in time to high school and tries to do things differently but then ends up not doing anything differently. Well, well, I mean she does, but she, rather than radically change her life, she decides to like fix parts of it. But anyway, um, that's pretty much it. You guys wanna start, I guess, at the beginning of the movie? Sure. Uh we start with this uh kind of uh
1: um Kathleen Turner is uh getting dressed with her daughter, getting ready to go to the par uh the reunion, mm-hmm. and you have this moment where you have some awesome mirror acting <laughs> going on. Uh where she's looking into the mirror and you see like the back of her, but you see the face of her through the mirror. Yeah and yeah they're just slightly off yeah, so you know that that's like a that's not a you know <clears throat> a trick of the lens or whatever it's like yeah. you know there's two people there and that i thought was pretty cool shot honestly yeah, yeah it's a technique they use a couple of times in mm-hmm. the movie mm-hmm. which makes me think is this even a time travel movie or is this like a mirrored universe mm-hmm. sort of thing like you don't she didn't go through time like she just had like a panic
2: attack Blood pressure went low, she passed out, hit her
1: head, Mm -hmm. and then
2: uh, dreamed all this nonsense. Okay, well... I mean, yeah, this movie is like a Jacob's Ladder scenario.
0: Yeah, I mean... (laughs) Okay, so... My name is Jeff, and uh, if you don't know me very well, you might not know... He loves a good time travel movie. Yeah, Doctor Who's my favorite show. Don't think that one's dumb at all, so... Wow, you just... You just alienated so many fans. Well, no. They can just, like you guys, I can just be the least
2: favorite member of the podcast gang. It's fine. Jeff, what's your favorite part about time travel movies? No, hold on, sorry. What are your top five favorite things about time travel movies?
0: My top five favorite parts about time travel movies Mm -hmm. are, one, that Mm -hmm. they don't make any goddamn sense. Love it. B, they are not satisfying storytelling because when time travel is possible, there are no stakes. And... Mm -hmm. Uh, for I am done talking, I hate, (laughs) fucking hate time travel so much. Yeah, I know. It's (laughs) just, it's the ultimate deus ex machina. It's like, once they No, go for it. (laughs) Once they have access to time travel, there could be, like... Okay, in Endgame, for example, Avengers Endgame, they're like, well, we can go back and change the course of Mm -hmm. history. And I was just like, okay, so... Therefore, nothing that happened in the last 22 movies matters. They can just go back and change all of that shit. Uh-huh. Every character that's died, like it's all irrelevant.
1: Yeah, that like sucks. Captain America. <laughs> Getting that nice long slide into old, old, being an old mm-hmm. dude. Just be like, go back in time. And then he's yeah. just like, now I can have that lost love that I always wanted. And I don't have to f- punch demons or something. Yeah. yeah, we
0: get to see or what uh, the guy from uh, Not Another Teen Movie looks like real old. That was a treat.
1: <laughs> that's that'll, true. That'll, that'll always
0: be what he, uh, I mean, that's the first thing that I know him from. So when he got cast as Captain America, oh man, oh, that was so funny. <laughs> it's still funny. <laughs> it's
1: still funny to me. <laughs> like, and yet he doesn't like time travel. <laughs> what
2: yeah. Jeff what do you think is a good time travel movie and then like seriously like have you seen movies that incorporate time travel that you enjoy uh I mean I enjoy this movie mm-hmm. but the time travel
0: of it all is not what I enjoy about this movie I I really like a lot of the performances in it yeah. and uh especially Kathleen Turner's really good job of like bringing this subtle performance where she's, like, kind of losing it, but also kind of having fun and, like, re- you know, examining all of these past relationships and stuff. But, uh, boy, a movie I like with time travel. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Nothing's really coming to mind. What about
1: um, Time Cop? Time Cop. Okay. Or at least the end of Time Cop no. when the two guys touch each other and then they
2: like kind of explode Mm -hmm. that was great that was so that was choice. fuck yeah uh what about like groundhog day
0: i mean groundhog day is okay i mean it's that movie isn't really like that's not time travel in the traditional sense though where someone is going back and like radically altering you know an entire timeline ah. that affects a bunch of different mm-hmm. people it's just one day repeated ad nauseum
1: it's not really the same i don't know mm-hmm. what What? i mean i guess that's the same with live die repeat but only with aliens yeah. or source okay. code okay oh yeah source code Great
0: movie i i that's did like Groundhog's. live die repeat but mostly because you just get to see fucking tom cruise get <laughs> fucking murked a bunch like. yeah. <laughs> yeah if you
2: ever want to see emily blunt shoot tom cruise in the face like five or six times go watch live Diary Repeat. I, that's that's the one
1: I, I really just like wanted that that movie to be called like fistful of quarters because they never run out of quarters in that like you know well you know what's like
2: the manga that it's based on is called right
1: uh it, um I, for, I knew this at one
2: point it's called all it. all you need is kill Yep. All you need is. Candy. Oh man, that's so good. Yeah, that's great. Um. Anyway, so Peggy Sue got married. Yeah, Peggy Sue
0: got married to Nicholas Cage. Uh, Cage, who is younger
2: than Helen Hunt, who is portraying his daughter. Yeah, I I also, like, I, I immediately did not buy that Kathleen Turner was Helen Hunt's mom because I think they're only like nine years apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. like, yeah, sometimes people have kids when they're like, you know, young, but Jesus. Well, oh, yes. yeah. she was
1: supposed to have or she was pregnant when she turned 18, which is why they got married right out of high school.
2: Oh, yeah. I kind of figured that, but I wasn't sure. Yes. Yeah. That but kind of
0: explains it, but they don't the,
1: they don't really age her up.
2: Yeah. You know,
0: no.
1: well, yeah, I mean, it depends because uh, when she wakes up after the. uh uh, coming back to real, I mean, I guess present day, um, mm. Kathleen Turner is like, they definitely add like crow's feet and like gray hair a bit. And then same thing with Nick Cage, but they did not do that at the beginning of the movie, which was weird. So it just looks like, was she in a coma for like th- <laughs> 40
2: years or oh, something? D- like, did they age <laughs> up Nick Cage? I, I, I couldn't tell.
0: Oh yeah. Nick Cage. <laughs> and also, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, the the nerd guy, the nerdy billionaire, uh, Richard. Um, yes, Richard Norvik. There yeah. it is. Yeah, he. They both look like they just fell face first into like a, a an industrial vat of like wig powder. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like their eyebrows and hair are like, I, they're just they just look so crazy. They, like, they look insane. Like I I wrote down here that Nick Cage looks like um, he looks like a Soprano that someone left in the dryer for too long.
0: <laughs> wow. all right that's, yeah that's a wow. good
2: that's a good joke or the like di- or the decaying corpse of a blackjack dealer <laughs> Ooh,
0: yikes yeah they boy they don't really look like old men do they they just look like dirty
1: boys he looks insane it's 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 unbelievable he's supposed to be 40 he looks yeah. 85 you spend 25 years just smashing fortune
2: cookies and see what that does to you <laughs> he her dad is in that scene um, looking all concerned, you know And Nick Cage Like at the very end of the movie Nick Cage looks older Than her father does It's great, he looks monstrous It's insane Yeah, well
0: I mean, her father grew up In like the 30s, 40s And 50s when mm-hmm. cigarettes were still good For you, so
2: <laughs> That's true, before yeah. they made them bad for you Yeah Yeah, when the Surgeon General did that You guys remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah God, he ruined cigarettes.
0: Yeah, I I, I do remember that because uh, I'm a time traveler and I was alive during that time. I came forward in time to see if cigarettes were would be good for me again. But turns out, still bad. Still bad. But it did give me the yeah. opportunity to invent pantyhose. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That that is the way that I decided I would take advantage of having prescient <laughs> knowledge of. So stupid. I
1: know. <laughs> I, I, TV TV uh, television sets get smaller, but boom boxes get bigger. What? what? It's, it's not a hard concept. You want a bigger speaker. You want bigger speakers. It's not a, It's not that like okay yeah. T- TV sets did get smaller because like I guess you could just
2: didn't need all that wood. <laughs>
1: like.
2: Yeah, that's, and yeah, you didn't have to put like vacuum tubes in it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Huh.
0: <laughs> there was a point in history in which every appliance was wood paneled. Basically, wasn't and God, there. God, what
1: mm-hmm. a time to be alive. I do love that look. Yeah, Man. I mean, it's cool. It's vintage.
2: Yeah. So uh, anyway, Helen Hunt helps Kathleen Turner get ready and mm-hmm. hands her a dress that apparently is supposed to look crazy. Oh,
0: yeah. I, also, it's the dress that she fucking hides her weed in. and and the weed also travels through time did you catch that oh no what when she's out in the field that's where that came from yeah when she's out in the field with beatnik boy she has a line where she's like oh yeah he's like wow this weed is really far out and she's like oh yeah i was just in the dress and i guess it's where beth hides it beth is her daughter
2: oh and she even says she goes it travels well yeah so her oh, time daughter, time her time daughter
0: travel.
2: hid weed in her
0: mom's old high school dress, and then it was Beth's idea for her to wear the dress to the reunion. Okay. So she's like, "Take my <laughs> weed hiding place and put it on your body, and then go to your high Was she was, was like, "Beth, trying to get her mom
2: arrested?" I think she was like, "Mom's gonna need this."
1: yeah (laughs) Uh, it's gonna be a rough night it's gonna be
2: rough she's gonna run into nick cage her ex it's gonna be bad Mm
1: -hmm. nick uh, cage yeah her
0: ex my dad that's younger than me
1: and (laughs) and and everybody knows that like jim carrey's not gonna share his fucking pills you know yeah
2: (laughs) oh god oh yeah also jim carrey is in this movie
0: yeah, super early role for him. Oh man, I was really excited. Um, oh, I love me. I love me some Jim Carrey. Yeah, he, I went to he go see it. the Sonic movie in theaters just because he was in
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> that's how much I love him. It
2: was. It was pretty good too.
1: Yeah, it was, it was fine. Yeah, you um, didn't go because you're a Sonic fan. You're just not crazy for that nah. blue hedgehog. I do like. I'm, I do I'm, like
2: Ben Schwartz though. Yeah. 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 No, that's true. Wait, ben Schwartz was. He's Sonic, yeah. John Ralphio.
1: Oh, my God. That's okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I see it. I see it. Yeah,
2: so she goes to her high school reunion um, wearing, again, a dress that is supposed to be crazy. And, like, this is a problem that I have when I watch older movies because fashion and what's cool and not cool has changed so much since 1986, 85. When did this come out? Uh, 86, 86, but right. it's set in 85. Right, so so when people are like, when she goes to prom in the dress and everybody's like, "Whoa, nice dress, Peggy." Yeah, I didn't realize this was a costume party. Yeah, it's like she looks literally indistinguishable from everybody else to me. <laughs> she looks
1: well. Every, everybody yeah. else is wearing like white and stuff, and it's weird. But yeah, I mean, I guess it also they've seen her wear this dress before. She was prom... Que- There's photos on the wall of her wearing that same dress with yeah. a goofy-ass crown. And it's like, okay. I mean, yeah, maybe make fun of the fact that, like, wow, you still fit in that? Or, like, it, it, that old thing? Like, you know. But, yeah. no, everybody's just like, oh, you look like you're from outer space. Yeah. It's like, what? I mean, yeah. I don't just get this. just wearing a totally normal, pretty, nondescript dress, like... <laughs> it's just a, it's just a normal-ass dress. When she time travels, the uh, that dress becomes, like, less metallic. It's weird. I, really? It, it just threw me off. If anything, you'd think
0: that they should have been making fun of her right after she gets done time traveling. Because it's like, oh, you wore a party dress to a blood drive.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you know, like, all the whole yeah. rest of the time travel part, she and all of her friends are wearing, like button up shirts with a sh- skirt and like yeah it's like yeah
1: it is it is a uniform right yeah and they're all dressed the same yeah and it's like you're you are wearing a prom dress to to a just, blood drive just a wednesday day at <laughs> school you know like okay all right fine.
0: be the i always get dressed up to give my boyfriend my twinkie Ugh. Mm-hmm.
2: so
1: so yeah um do you
2: guys want to talk about the reunion like anything there you guys want to touch on
0: uh i don't know i mean the uh like nerd nerd guy getting interviewed and like people are talking to him and they're like oh uh richard yeah that's so cool that you're like rich now haha and he's like these guys wouldn't give me the time of day when mm-hmm. we were in high school i just i just hate that archetype
2: yeah. i just hate that
0: trope why i i mean i just don't like i feel like nerds being bullied in school is like a self-fulfilling prophecy it's like a vicious cycle that you know teen movies in the 80s like i don't know it's like the fact that they're portrayed as an object of bullying is like that imprints onto people's it's Mm -hmm. like how uh you know in cartoons broccoli is like a yuck vegetable Mm -hmm. you know and then like kids are like no i don't
1: want broccoli even though broccoli beats fucking ass yeah if you cook it right it's pretty good uh, for example like it's the same thing with like brussels sprouts and stuff and it's like okay yeah i thought Brussels scrap, Brussels sprouts were super gross. But that was because my parents were, like, boiling them. Ew. Like, just a, a quick blanch. And it's like, yeah. oh, God. Now it tastes like farts. No, like you gotta roast ca- it. Cabbage farts. No, you just throw it in the oven. A little olive oil, salt, pepper. Bam. Bam. That yeah. shit's delicious. Yeah,
0: yeah. every every single
2: vegetable basically tastes better if you destroy their nutrients with heat. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, But I, I know what you're saying, Jeff. Like, this concept of, like... You know, like the like you said, the archetype of the nerd who gets bullied kind of encourages people to go out and do that sort of thing in real life. And, like, he's a nerd in this movie when they portray him back in the 50s, you know? But I think it's a huge sign of the times that a bunch of the stuff he got sort of bullied for wouldn't be something that a kid would get bullied for today. Like, he's writing a book about the, like, physics <laughs> and construction of kites. Yeah. And... I feel like if a kid was making that in high school today, that would be almost cool. You know what I mean? That they're Mm -hmm. so into some hobby and they're so smart that they can actually, like, write a book about it. That's cool, right?
1: I don't know. If you're,
2: like, one of those
1: kids that's just, like, super into drones, I don't know. I'd bully you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, but you don't have to build
1: Uh, your own drone. You just
0: buy it. Like, that's lame. I mean, I don't know. In in my experience in high school, which, you know, this is a a narrow view. Obviously, Mm -hmm. I'm just talking about what I observed. If you were actually smart and capable and competent, you were pretty much good to go. (laughs) Like.
1: (laughs) I hung out with the kids that, like, were goth, so it's like, (laughs) if anybody was to be bullied, it would probably be those clowns, but you know what? They were cool dudes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at least for us, it was like, bullying as it
0: exists in movies wasn't, at least from my perception didn't appear to be that big of a problem. There was like gentle teasing and stuff, but like, I don't know in movies and shit, kids are like giving each other swirlies and stuff. Like, yeah, that's just assault nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was assault then. I don't like, was that, was that (laughs) happening for real in the sixties, seventies and eighties? Is that a real thing? That's berserk. I feel,
2: I, I bet it was after it showed up in movies. Mm. Mm Hmm. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, yeah, so we also get introduced at the reunion to um Jim Carrey, who, as we said, is in this movie. He's a dentist and like the class clown. And I loved him. He was fun. He was funny as fuck. Yeah, I could watch him do shtick like all day. He's so funny. Yeah, he's great. I mean,
0: uh, you know, this is an early role for him. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, he's kind of just starting to like show his, uh. You know prowess at uh, at these you know comedic stylings, but I mean it's it's still you know you can you can see where his career is going to go from his performance in this movie. I think you know.
1: Also, uh, in the blood drive scene where he just like whips his arm from behind his like head and it's just like picks up a big like thing of candy and it's like, wow, that man is so flexible. Oh my god. It was like, that looked like he dislocated his arm. Yeah. Yeah, for real. And if I was a nurse, I'd be flustered too. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker uh,
0: must be doing some crazy yoga or something. He's very stretchy.
2: Yeah. Um, he also does cocaine there. Uh,
1: I, I thought it was like just some sort of painkiller. Oh, he was maybe. Like, a couple of these I can pull out. I can drill out my own molars or something. Yeah. And it's like. Okay, so, yeah, flaunt it if you got it, I guess. Doctor's getting high on his own supply.
0: Yeah,
2: at, at a high school reunion, real cool. Mm. Real cool, buddy. Um, I thought that, too, but, I mean, they seem pretty, like, coked out. And, I mean, dentists did use cocaine as a topical anesthetic for a while. I don't know if they were doing it in 1985, but, like, I know they were doing it, like... <laughs> I mean, I East. believe cocaine is still a Schedule two narcotic, which
0: means it is cleared for some medicinal applications still.
1: Mm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. well, yeah. right on. Um, Let's, uh... Yeah. Go, Jim Carrey, excellent dentist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: he plays the best
1: dentist ever.
2: Oh, mm-hmm. right. Um, and then Nick Cage shows up. <laughs> Um, and he has the entrance of the villain in a David Lynch movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, it's this shot from way below as he come he enters through a doorway at the top of like a balcony, and there's this bright blinding light behind him. He's framed crazy. He looks alri- already insane because of all the makeup. It's great. I loved it. It's so menacing. Yeah, it, man, it's really wild. I, I don't know. I mean,
0: I've not been married to someone for 25 years, but the idea of really anyone showing up to a high school reunion and causing that level of dismay is
2: just (laughs) wild to me. I don't know. Yeah, I can't think of somebody in my high school class who when they burst into the reunion, everybody would be like, oh, my God. Yeah, I can't I can't imagine that. Do you guys think that they picked uh, Peggy Sue? Just so they could play the song? Yes. I would be shocked if that was not the case. (laughs) Like, if there
0: had been a Layla, it would have been a (laughs) (laughs) toss-up. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Peggy Sue is also, like, that name is very evocative of, like, the early 60s, which is, you know, not only the setting of most of the film, but it's, like, sort of about, you know, life in that era. So... Mm-hmm. I don't know. It kind of works for that too, but I mean, they they reference the song like so. Yeah, I don't know. Could have been intentional,
1: certainly.
2: That's true. Is the song like about time travel? No, it's I it's don't just like a love. So. It's
1: just a love song about like you know, Peggy Sue. I love you. Yeah yeah my love is true blah 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 blah
2: she's the one i've been told now she's wearing a band of gold peggy sue got married not long ago peggy sue going back in time peggy sue <laughs> and then um and see your dead grandparents again man buddy holly like called it,
1: <laughs> he called yeah, wow.
2: it. <laughs> oh, wow yeah go
0: see your Crazy. dead grandparents who your grandmother can also apparently see into the future that's a thing that happens in this movie that
2: was a thing that we're gonna yeah
1: um, well, and her grandfather yeah. is part of a wackadoo cult that,
2: uh, oh my God, uh, <laughs> I, I want that hat so bad. Which you guys. one? Which one? I know that made me want to like, that made me want to be a part of one of those weirdo lodges. I so know. Bad. I, I, oh my God. Also, I, I, I have
0: thought that the joke absolutely ruled when they, okay, so they do this ritual this like seance ritual to mm-hmm. like send her back forward in time this is like a scenario that they're that that they prepared for this is an eventuality that they have a, a you know a page in the playbook they're like okay so we're mm-hmm. gonna say this gibberish Jew and then it'll send her forward in time and then
1: they think they've done it she just disappears well <laughs> one guy says who's messing with the lights <laughs> <laughs> well she, which apparently was nick cage
0: yeah i guess to sneak her out i don't know and so he nick cage yeah. sneaks her out of the hall while you know the commotion of this ritual is happening and then she's just gone and then one of them is like well the girl's gone who wants to play cards I, <laughs> like what is this club
1: <laughs> yeah Fucking awesome is what it is. (laughs) Well, like, I mean, you know, every other week they assemble to, uh, you know, play cards, uh, you know, a little backgammon. Sometimes they bet on the ponies. Um, But then also every third week of the month they, I guess do, like, practice for certain rituals, just in case someone brings Mm -hmm. their granddaughter and is like, I think she's from the future! Let's send her back, boys! Let's... um...
2: send this lady back in time
1: oh boy we've been waiting a long time for someone like you i was like that is the weirdest fucking shit oh you are about to be sacrificed girl get out they're like
0: all excited to see her and it's like i'm sorry doesn't her presence just mean that you're not allowed to watch your like dirty movie at this particular
2: meeting like why are they why are they glad that she's there that's the whole yeah because they because they really want to send her back in time because they think she's a time traveler yeah fuck there's a line in there about how the their lodge was founded by a time traveler. Okay, right. So I forgot about it's like that. a big deal for them, yeah, to meet somebody who claims to be a time traveler. Boy. Ah. yeah. Um, I wrote down here that um, TV probably used to suck, huh? <laughs> 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 I just I was, I was just thinking that. I, guess. <laughs> I mean, in the scene. In the scene when her and her sister are watching TV, mm-hmm. I was like, "Man, TV probably used to suck."
1: Well, I think it was supposed to be like American Bandstand or something, where it's just like <laughs> they're they're just watching like a little concert, and then like you know, some guy with like a dope pompadour is just like, "All right, next on the top charts," and it's like, <laughs> "What? Okay, yeah, probably did suck." I mean, have you watched old cartoons? Yeah. Most of them are unwatchable.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's so boring. It would be like three channels, and one was just commercials for pomade. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) the Flintstones selling you Winston cigarettes. (laughs) Winston cigarettes.
0: I mean, TV still kind of sucked as recently as like when we were in high school, you know? It's like, you just be like, oh, I want to watch TV because. I'm a kid and sounds like a good time. Let's see what's on. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, You know, Cartoon Network is just a Smurfs rerun. I guess that doesn't really sound great, but maybe let's see what's on Comedy Central. Oh, it's like an edited version of Airheads. Like, OK, I guess I'll, I guess I'll watch the TV edit of Airheads for the 10th time in my life. Like, yeah, TV sucks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Commercials are yeah. Whack. I watch like it's dumb. Um, oh, I checked. There's a, a joke in this movie that flew over my head until I looked into it. Um, her dad buys a car, and he buys an Edsel. Yeah. Did you guys get that joke? No.
0: Uh, I I could tell from her tone and what she said that she was make that it was a joke. So I paused the movie and and researched it. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> it was the last year that they made that model and it lost them like a bunch of money. Right. Something to that.
2: Yeah. It was a Ford tried to make a new imprint. Like, um, which was the first one since I think it was Mercury, which was like 1938. And they tried to make the Edsel, which was like the car of the future and the car that everybody wanted. Okay. That, you know, that car um,
1: looked awesome.
2: Yeah. Apparently it was like terrible. People hated it. And they went out of business in like two years. I mean, all the
0: cars looked awesome.
1: Yeah, I mean, all the cars in this movie look fucking sweet. Oh
0: yeah, 50, 50s yeah. cars are great. I mean, yeah. it's probably so fucking terrible for the environment, but yeah. like
1: they look just sick. Yeah. Boxes of metal just being like just total death traps. But, you know, and also there's no AC. <laughs> no airbags. No airbags. No, yeah. No, no airbags, no AC, no seatbelts. You know, it's like also it's a hot vinyl seat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, You're kind of taking away some of the magic for me. For no, the, sure. you know. it's, it's, they just made everything look futuristic. So it's like those old cars like look like spaceships, but yet nowadays all the cars just look like, you know, just like M and M's to me. Like they're just, they're the hmm. same like kind of boxy or like bean like shape. And yeah. there's like no real, I, I guess soul in it. <laughs> speaking of uh
0: m&ms and oh, yeah. jokes that we didn't get did you guys catch yeah, the that, joke about the, the M&Ms? red m&ms yes yeah that was another thing that i had to look up i was well, like i was like why would you not
1: eat the red m&ms they supposedly caused cancer
0: yeah yeah because <laughs> yeah, was yes, that true
1: at, no they didn't well, well it was it an, an urban be... legend
0: at the time of this movie's release there were not red m&ms they still oh. they still had not been reintroduced because i don't know if it was true or not that they contained this carcinogenic chemical or whatever but they mm. had discontinued red m&ms and th- later they were reintroduced i can't remember when i looked into it i think it was like in the later 80s or early 90s or something mm. like
1: that and, huh now you have the like red one and the yellow one that are like buddies and then you have that sexy green one hell yeah Yeah, nothing nothing like a sexy M&M to really beef
0: up their marketing.
1: Wow, wow, that's interesting, though.
0: At one point, red M&Ms were discontinued because of a cancer scare. And then they made a red M&M one of their two mascot colors?
1: Wow. (laughs) That's super weird. Hi, remember me? I'm the red M&M. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They call him Red. His name is Red. It's me, the one that can kill you. Hey, Red. <laughs> so, I, and he's I'm always the dick one too. He's a buzzkill Eminem. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> that tracks. Oh man. Oh god. Yeah, damn he's it. a buzzkill. Um, how long do you guys think it would be fun for to go back in time? Because I I was thinking about this and I was like, it'd probably be fun for like a week. Like, hey, it's my old friends and family in my house and stuff. Cool. Are you? You're saying how long but, you'd be back in time, or just like- how long it would be fun? Because eventually you would have to, like, just start going to school and, like, doing homework and get a part-time job and stuff. Yeah, you're talking about high school age specifically, right? Hmm. Yeah, like this
0: movie, yeah. Yeah, because otherwise it's like, you know, going back to my early 20s or whatever. Like, that could be fun for longer than a week. But, yeah, high school, it's like, well, it kind of it kind of hits the fan early for her, you know? She's freaked out. And yeah. you know, understandably mm-hmm. so, when she arrives back in the past, so she just starts slamming Dad's brown good liquor. <laughs> mm-hmm. She like Which... pours herself a finger and and takes it back, and then she's like, eh, fuck it, I'm probably dead, right?" Like that <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> line. She's like, yeah. "I'm probably dead," and just starts hammering this liquor. And it's like, yeah, that alone, she already has set herself up for like her time traveled yeah. to Dad to be bad at her. For a long time, which he really isn't. No, they don't mm-hmm. really. They seem to get over that really fast. I don't know about you guys, but if I would have just blatantly been drinking my parents liquor like in front of them and being like, oh, I don't give a fuck. I'm probably dead. Like that would have been a bigger deal than <laughs> yeah. it seemed to be in this yeah. movie.
1: yeah, Especially when it's like my parents talk about how their parents treated them in this around same kind of time area. You know, I mean, I said that in a weird way. Anyway. No, I know what you meant. <laughs> I knew what you but, meant. But it's yeah. like, you know, my parents are like, you know, kind of like in their early 70s. So it's like when they were in high like high school, that my mom refers to like her grandpa being quick with the belt. Like, Oof. you know, like that is, Yikes. it was very common for people to be, you know, have uh, physical, you know,
2: Uh, whatever. Corporal punishment.
1: Yeah, Yeah. corporal punishment, whatnot. And it, and I was just like, yeah. He was just like, you go to bed and sleep that off, young lady. And it's just
2: like, that's it. Okay, you got off light. The next day at breakfast, he's like, "Don't do it again." And she's like, (laughs) "Okay." And he's like, Mm -hmm." "Yeah." Back to my newspaper. Back to my pipe.
1: And and, yeah, and and her mom is just like, "You want me to sit down?" Like. Like, she was surprised by the the idea that you would be inviting your mother to breakfast. Yeah. Her family table. Her mom
0: is super weird. She's, like, really, like, willowy and, like, dreamy. She's, like,
2: doesn't seem particularly tethered to the reality.
1: Vicodin, am I right? Yes.
2: I mean, there were a lot of drugs that were marketed towards, um, oh, what the fuck is it called? Um... I just listened to a podcast about this. Hold on a sec. Um, (laughs) uh,
1: But yeah, there was a yeah time where you know (laughs) women are getting restless in their home. Here, take these pills, and it's like, okay, you're just giving them speed, and like what? (laughs) And uh, all right, uh, yeah, drink at noon. You know, isn't that kind of just still what Xanax
2: is? Well, yeah, but it's classier now. Milltown, that's what it's called. It was uh, the precursor to like um, Xanax and, and all the benzo drugs. Um, and it okay. was marketed as like, women sure have it tough these days, huh? Well, take one of these. It's not addictive and uh, it, is addictive. it has no side effects and you'll be fine. It has a couple of side effects. Super addictive, tons of side effects. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's weird how that works, isn't it? You
0: know, yeah, you'd think, like, if we as a society had discovered a mind-altering pharmaceutical (laughs) that had no negative repercussions, we would all know about it. No no company would have to be selling it to us. Like, check this out. It'd be like, no, we know. (laughs) We all take it all the time. Because drugs are cool, and... They're great, but the problem is that they can
2: ruin your life. You know, exactly. That's, you're, <laughs> yeah. you're
1: just describing a brave new world. So if point. we had discovered one that
2: didn't, yeah, it'd be a big fucking deal. Um, but anyway, what was up with her mom and that time she came home and there was that guy there looking at stuff? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, the old she, guy that was yeah, there?
1: So she was uh, talking to uh, like a – he was uh, – I, I, I'm blanking the name on this. Uh, He was trying to tell her about, like, you know, city council and stuff. And she's like, don't don't tell your father I'm I'm going to be voting Democrat this year. Oh, was that really what it was? I thought that Mm -hmm. was a cover. Oh, maybe she was sleeping with him. I don't know. I don't know. I kind of forgot about this scene. It's it's very small, but it's just like it's like her subtle, like, you know, don't tell your father. But like she's this is her being a rebel.
2: You know. Hmm. Okay. I mean, eh. yeah. I think that might be right.
1: Yeah, um, I'd I'd have to go
0: back and watch it. I I completely forgot about the scene because it doesn't really have any impact nope. on the plot. It never so. comes
1: back up. Yeah, I yeah. kind
2: of thought it was gonna show up again, Um, but it just doesn't.
1: Hmm. That's it was interesting. It's weird
2: and like unresolved, and it just kind of stuck in my head. Um, you guys want to talk about uh, teenage Nick Cage? Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, I do want to talk about teenage Nick Cage. <laughs> Because if you're not a teenager and if you can't dress weird as a teenager, when else can you?
2: <laughs> that is. Yeah. It's unbelievable to me that that was the voice he chose to do. He sounds like a cartoon scientist.
1: And he's got fake teeth in. It's great. Does he really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The top teeth are like veneers totally. Yeah.
2: Wow.
0: He gave himself a fake overbite in order to facilitate his ability to do that
1: voice. <laughs> Is what I read. So he thought, he thought that voice was so essential. Yeah, this is more behind the scenes kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, whatever. Go you for it. know, yeah. <laughs> um, him doing that voice uh, was kind of pissed off, Kathleen Turner. Yeah, and, and
0: so and and Uncle Francis, the director, at yeah. one point, his uncle wow. Francis Ford Coppola was like. Nick, I'm gonna fucking fire you if you keep doing that. But it, <laughs> uh, the, what I read is just just said he was able to convince him mm-hmm. that it was a good idea. But so what um, did he, he was say to him?
1: But so <laughs> what <laughs> did he say to him? that kind of helps him. It helps the movie, is my point. Like where so? Kathleen Turner, Kathleen Turner is going back in time, and she's like, you know, she doesn't. She's confronted with like this man that she. Uh, apparently loved but then like has fallen out of love with and then now she mm. sees him as kind of a fucking idiot and a chode and an asshole yeah. and it's like it works it works great
0: yeah he does come across very chode like because of the <laughs> voice that's true he
1: you he, he, mean
2: huang. Huang. <laughs> he's a he's a yeah great a chode yeah, yeah he,
1: he, he, he's what
0: is the, all the shit that she says to him when she's love hammer when she's trying to statutory rape (laughs) her (laughs) ex-husband i know i shouldn't laugh about it but it's like
2: it's such a weird scene
0: he's he's a teenager and she's straight up not she's an adult even if she has has found herself in the body of her former former teenage self she still has all of her memories and experience she has a she has a daughter in her 20s like, and she's just, she's just in. She's just down to clown. And then when he doesn't, she goes and finds another teenager to bang.
1: It's yeah. really creepy.
2: She's yeah, like, that's true.
1: little huh? Charlie wants to come out and play. Oh, <laughs> oh I hate Your it. Your love hammer. Hey, you yeah. mean my Huang? <laughs> uh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And
1: it's just like, And then he is just like, I thought you wanted to s- like, wait till marriage. And then like. And then he's just like, he calls her a like a, a like a mood wrecker or whatever. Like, it's, oh yeah, it's what? very uh, Yeah, when he
0: drops her off, he oh. says something berserk to her. I I actually okay, I really liked that part of the scene though. Him mm-hmm. like getting flustered and being like, yeah. well, last week uh, you said you didn't want to, and it's like it 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 really works. Like, yeah. A he lot of the it. things yeah. he's doing in this performance are very strange. The voice is just a weird choice, and can't believe Unky Francis let him get away with that one. But it was hard what, to listen to, yeah. But what he does in this scene, though like the like panicked, like he wants he kind of wants to because he's like a teenage boy, but mm. he's also scared. Cause he's a yeah. teenage boy
2: and he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing and, and like she's she's coming on to him like how a thirty-five-year-old woman would do.
0: Yeah, well <laughs> so she's she's, like, she's coming out. on to him. Well, what Sean said when we were watching it is she's saying things that uh, Howard Stern would say, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, <laughs> which is true.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah, and, and like. Yeah, you know, she says I ch- love. I choked on my soda. <laughs> and, it's like, and it's like he refers to his penis as a wang. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like that's because yeah. he's a child. Well, and he like yeah. he like yeah.
0: struggles to get it out. The word wang, not
2: his penis. He yeah. Doesn't, d- he doesn't <laughs> struggle <laughs> to get his penis out. Um uh, I also realized uh in the scene when she's in the physics lab talking to Richard, the nerd. Um, and she's trying to prove that she's from the future. I realized that it would be really hard for me to do that. Like, like imagine if you were dropped off in February, February 19th, 2004, how would you prove to somebody like what was going to happen on February 20th? Like, I would be like, um, there's a recession in 2008. Yeah. 2004. Um, okay. Katrina happens in like a year. So just wait around. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it would be tricky, huh? I don't really follow sports. Yeah, I feel like, like sports it, is like, that's kind of the classic but even trope, then, you know? Yeah, even then, who, it's
2: whoever like, wins the Super Bowl. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. But the the reason it was so like, like in Back to the Future, that like, it was such a powerful thing was it was the Atlas. So it was like every sports game. Right. For Like, you know, like you could bet, you could get 100% of the sports correct in all of your betting. Yeah. Which is like that's magic. That's like voodoo crazy. Like, yeah, you could not do that from memory unless you are just like obsessed with baseball. And everybody knows baseball isn't going to be invented oh for like God. 20 some years.
2: And also, you know what? While we're on that topic. Um, that would stop working very quickly because winning one game would then change the the course of events like if huh. one team well, won instead of that, not that, the game. that's an interesting
0: observation Josh so, so you're saying that if you went back in time and you altered yes. the course of history that that would then in turn yes. alter the future causing you to have never gone back in time in the first place well, so not, no, I guess well, what you're trying to no, say is that time no, travel is stupid no, as hell no, and
2: what I said was stupid no. because he wasn't deciding who wins or loses he was just yes, betting on it
1: you you the bets in Las Vegas don't change the thing that happens in Tampa or whatever.
2: Yes, but let me say something not stupid, please. Um, hold on.
1: <laughs> leaving that.
2: No, no, no. But winning that winning that money though would alter the course of events anyway. Like winning a whole bunch of money. If the world just had like one more you know, multi-millionaire or billionaire that would change the course of events, which would then in some way affect sports. Anyway, um, I'm right. So moving on. um, (laughs) You are right. You're you're right, buddy. Thank you, guys. I disagree.
1: (laughs) I'm just disagreeing, but it's fine. Moving on. I liked
2: her dad in this movie. He was funny. (laughs) He just seemed
1: so, you know supportive and chill and it's just like go to sleep when you're drunk and um don't act up again you're crazy you no know, yeah good good parenting there you get more of that sage old people advice yeah. from like actual time travelers when she goes and visits her grandparents that's true
0: her magic grandparents <laughs> yeah magic grandma yeah it i feel like this movie concentrates a little too much on the wrong set of parents because the way they set up Uh, Nick Cage's relationship with his dad is, you know, an actually interesting story. His dad wants him to take over this appliance store. He doesn't want him to be a musician and all this stuff, but that's all just happening off off camera, excuse me. You know, to me, that's a more interesting, like, parent arc than just she gets to see her mom and dad again, and they're just
2: normal people. Yeah, like her dad plays pretend in his office with hats, which is funny. Yeah. Just like regular folks. Yeah, that was cute. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, the Nick Cage story is interesting because it's like a it's like what would normally be the A plot of a movie, but it's like the B plot in this. Mm.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I I like a lot of what's going on in her arc, like in Kathleen Turner's story. It's Mm there's a lot of valid interesting stuff that they get into it's just that her relationship with specifically her
2: parents isn't really that compelling like yeah like I I fully expected her dad to be like an asshole I guess at first or you know like an overbearing kind of thing um Mm -hmm. but no he's just like nice cares about her has a great scene when he sits Nicolas Cage down to talk Mm -hmm. about like what, whatever's going on with Peggy Sue boys, boys mm. urges yeah exactly <laughs> like, yeah.
1: As, that part is it's like one of my favorite scenes cause, <laughs> cause they, it's like he is so non-threatened like I mean he's he's like well I know kids your age tend to have one thing on their mind as he's, like, loading his pipe. And then, like, Nick Cage, in the, like, dorkiest way, is just like, oh, no, don't worry. I'll take her off your hands. I I plan to propose or something. And it's just like, okay, good luck with that, bud. yeah, what is, yeah, he, no, he, yeah, he has some line about, like, Taking
2: her away and it oh it was, that was weird. Yeah, it, it was. Times. I think it was what Sean said was take take her off your hands, which is Ugh. weird. Like, mm. yeah, um, weirdly. Um,
1: well, because it's like so close to being like asking for her hand. It's like a different. It's just like a, just a weird way to say
2: it. <laughs> it's very mm. uh, patriarchal. Yeah.
1: Um. Mm. But hey, uh, them's them's the '60s. Them's yeah, the breaks, it, Yeah. Yeah. It tracks. Yeah.
2: I liked her dad's uh, pipe work. (laughs) I wrote down great pipe work work, because he does uh, a few like emotes with that, like great reactions that are basically just his pipe shifting around in his mouth. Mm. Um, That was good. That was funny. Yeah, that's all I had to say about that. Yeah, It's a good
0: visual bit. I mean, it really like, you know, that. Archetype from this era, you know, the dad with his pipe that, like, switches around and switches sides in his mouth and stuff. That's, like, echoed in a bunch of, like, cartoons and stuff I remember from my childhood, so.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, What about her sister? An actual
1: teenager that everyone dismisses? (laughs) (laughs) Because... everyone in the whole movie is, yeah. that talks to her is just like get out of here you kid get out like of that's here, cause, Nancy. cuz everybody else is a 30 year old yeah yeah Nancy. everybody is like, in the way fucking Nancy I kind god. of felt
0: bad for her why don't you just why don't you just go to Japan and direct a
1: masterpiece <laughs> what would that be masterpiece be boston translation dog oh yeah, damn cuz that's
2: sophia Coppola, nick cage's cousin. oh my cousin. god damn yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Damn, damn. damn. I didn't yeah. look that up. Yeah. Fun. Hmm. Yeah, and...
0: I I I found her uh performance in this movie Fine, you know, she's young. I don't know. I I I I've read before that some other performance that she gave as a as an actor was like she was so discouraged by it that she, you know, switched to being interested in directorial work instead of, you know, pursuing a career as an actor and i can't remember i think it was um godfather part Three. Oh see i've never seen any of the godfather movies really
2: yeah, i haven't yeah, seen that neither. one i've seen
0: the first one
1: hmm. huh.
2: yeah i don't know i thought she was fine in this movie i i didn't really buy that she was related to kathleen turner yeah well it's weird isn't it because it's like kathleen
0: turner just isn't a kid like the other <laughs> like well like her friends, um, Maddie and Carol, they actually you know dress them differently and do their hair differently. Yeah. So I mean, I guess at one point Kathleen Turner does change her hair or whatever. But you know they actually you know morph them kind of into you know their their teenage selves or whatever. But like, I mean Kathleen Turner is just when she looks in the mirror, she still just sees her you know, 43 year old self or whatever. So, so I, it's I like know. a
2: woman who's like 43 pretending to be 18 and in a scene with like an actual, like, I don't know how old she was, like 16 year old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of jarring. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I thought she was good. Um, when I found out it was Sophia Coppola, I was like, Oh no. Cause I remember the story that you said about Godfather part three but then I was like, yeah, she's actually pretty good. She sells it, I think, as like an yeah. annoying kid sister. Yeah. 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 It's a small part. She doesn't have a lot to do. She makes it work.
0: Uh, let's see. We should probably talk about some of the other kids, huh? I had a really big crush on Joan Allen in this movie. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Did you guys think like, I don't know. I just think she was looking so cute. Those little like the triangle glasses and the curly hair.
2: Oh, okay, yeah. I, I um, don't know. I
0: guess I'm the only one. I mean, yeah.
2: I, mean. I liked her
1: shorts. <laughs> What'd you say, Sean? I liked her shorts a lot. Like, when the, she comes over and uh, is, like, visiting, like, they're gabbing about, like, boys and, like, what they want to do when they grow up. And, yeah. Uh, like, she's she was, like, um, Turner is just, like, uh, sewing, like, pantyhose together, and then her friends come in and are like, oh, my God, like... <laughs> You like are going out with that beatnik dude? Like, oh my God, everybody at school knows. Yeah, like if you're, okay. if you're not going to go with Charlie, then that will ruin all of our plans to, like, yeah, live yeah. on the same cul-de-sac and have a bunch of kids. And then we can always walk to the park together and, and barbecues. And I was like, you're describing a real sad fucking life. Oh, man. I la- laughed laugh so hard, though,
0: her line where she's like, well, that b guy doesn't seem like the barbecue type. Yeah. <laughs> like-
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's a good line. Also, yeah. his, his ideas of the future also suck. Oh, <laughs> like- yeah. Okay, so...
0: Forget fucking Maddie and Carol. We should talk about this, dude. Michael Michael, Michael. Fitzsimmons is the character's name. Uh, Kevin J. O'Connor. Um, yeah, he's like a super Kerouac, like, beatnik guy. He yeah. thinks that Hemingway is the most overrated American Ugh. author of all time, which, you know, maybe, maybe not. That's not for me to judge. What is for me to judge is that this idea is this guy's idea of a cool good time is to get Kathleen Turner to move to Utah with him. Cause that's where polygamy is legal.
1: And then you two ladies can raise chickens and I can write books or whatever. Yeah, you can bad, support me. bad poetry. Yeah. You guys can raise chickens
0: so that I can write like, yeah. Oh, fucking <laughs> Barf
2: City. How did she not go with that? Yeah.
1: So <laughs> I whack. I know. Unreal. not that down. It's like she she says it during the um, uh, the first party where she's like, <laughs> she's looking at a picture of him like on the cross country team. Yeah. And and she's like, Michael was the only guy that I ever had real kind of feelings for. Like, oh man, I wonder what he was like in the sack. You know, like. Yeah. You know, she's, like, thinking back, like, oh, you know, remember, like, that hot guy that was kind of, like, brooding and weird? And it's like, then you actually do talk to him and hang out, and he's a fucking creepo. Yeah, <laughs> like, he tries to convince you to move
2: to Utah and yeah, start, like, I a, think, a commune.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I think
0: she, oh, man, he goes on to be a cult leader, doesn't he? Oh, well, yeah. he writes a book.
2: Which, yeah, which. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. Tw- 25 years later he writes a book. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, that's dedicated to her. Self-published probably. He's like, and I'm going to get out of here and be a writer and then doesn't do anything for 25 years. it's, it's dedicated to her. Why? Because be- se- she
1: did have sex with him? One, is yeah. Is the, is the, the time travel real? So the dedication there, it says uh you know, it's her name and a starry night. Yes. So it's like so reference they to the banging sesh they had. Yeah. Which was under the fakest goddamn light light bright. <laughs> I was like I just wanted them to be like smoking weed and just being like, oh man, this is a good pot. But this planetarium <laughs> kinda sucks. Yeah, this do those stars look real? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was, but anyways, then he like gives like says like a terrible poem about like Awful. tenderness. Well, the title's tenderness, and then he's just like, ah, it rains rat puke on yeah, my j- skin. It's like jagged shards of <laughs> rat like, puke
0: or something. I like, okay, yeah. I
1: get it. I get what you're doing, but it's not good. It's <laughs> not good, man.
0: Stick to Yeats. <laughs> like, oh man, this guy listens to the Blood Brothers for sure. Yeah, you know it's, what I'm saying. It's, <laughs> It's not. Yeah, he's a bad poet. Um, yeah, <laughs> Kathleen's Turner, Kathleen Turner's reaction to him reading his bad poetry is so charming and yeah. and good too. She just goes like Bleh, and yeah. then like rolls yeah. around on the ground.
2: It was so good. She was so good in this movie.
1: That's yeah, what I'm talking awesome. about when I
2: see like the the high, like teenage body language is how she sold it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 100%. I mean, she
0: really her performance is the thing that makes me like this movie. She's yes. so good in this movie that there's a bunch of other things about it that are kind of range from like blah to like actively bad Nicolas Cage that <laughs> it, it's her performance is the glue that's holding it all together. She was nominated for an yeah. Oscar for this role. Like, mm-hmm. wow, you know, good. Yep. I mean,
2: she like she rules in this movie. Yeah, she's unbelievable. Yeah, and it, it's, it's, amazing that she managed to pull it off knowing that she hated her co-star
1: but that was just goes back to the like it, it that hatred kind of really like works in the way mm-hmm. this movie is going because yeah it's like oh my god i don't know what i saw in this guy and then every yeah. now and then it's like oh well you are kind of sweet and i do yeah. care about you and also I have like a daughter with you that I'm like, or she says two kids. There's two children. They have two children. Yeah, yeah. Scott and Which Beth. You, we you don't see the other one. Scott. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: No. But doesn't matter. Why? Why even mention that other child? Anyways, that's why I think this is not a time travel movie. <laughs> you, because so you don't you don't think it is? No. Well, well, yeah. I mean that. Okay.
0: I asked you guys because I genuinely am confused because it's like he. This book is dedicated to her because Mm -hmm. of a thing that happened only in time travel version. Yeah. But Nick Cage doesn't seem to really act. I mean, he's he acts differently in the sense that he's like, you know, he's remorseful over his infidelity. And he says he wants to get back together with her and, and make this relationship work or whatever. But yeah, he's not. You know, it's everything would be different. Their whole all of their whole
2: lives would have been different. Scott wouldn't Mm. exist. It would be a different kid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The odds that it would be the same exact kid are like one in a 100 million.
0: Yeah. Um, Like
2: if if that and I
0: I don't know. And Richard at the, uh, you know, reunion is like oh, you were nice to me in high school. I always appreciated that. Yeah. But then in the time travel version of herself, when she starts talking to him, he's like, why are you talking to me? Not like, oh, you're the one. He's not like, you're the one that of them that's nice to me. It's, yeah. like, a new, it's like a new thing that she's being nice to him. So like, had she already gone back in yeah. time? But so like, okay. Yeah, there's two
1: things. There's the the book. Uh, like the dedication in the book. And then that's, well, that's really just the, the one thing that makes you think, Oh shit. So was that a dream? Was that not a dream? Maybe she blocked it out because she didn't give a shit about (laughs) that dude. She was just like, Oh wow. Once I actually get to know you, you're kind of an idiot. And then just doesn't remember that until she like has this panic attack at the reunion because, you know, time travel is like a burrito. <laughs> but God but damn if, it. <laughs> you oh, fold it over and then yeah. you can fill it with whatever you want. Like um, uh, plots that go nowhere or mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, <laughs> or, or like little nuances that also go nowhere.
2: <laughs> like, I, I think that, and this, I might be about to say something stupid, so hold on to your seats, guys. I think what if she in 1950, whatever she um, passed out (laughs) at the blood at the blood drive and Mm -hmm. did what her grandmother does, which is see the future and then did all of the stuff that we see in the movie when she goes back in time that actually happened in the past. And then when she came back to today and went to her reunion and passed out, then she just remembers that stuff that she did that one time.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking.
0: She remembers that week where she had a psychotic break. Exactly. Freaked all of her friends and family out.
1: Or or it's like (laughs) you look in a mirror, right? And then like you you, like when you're looking into the mirror, that mirror is doing everything you're doing. But then when you walk away from that mirror. Yeah. That other you is doing something else. You follow me? You follow me? Yeah. Time travel is like a burrito. I've seen that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But the tortilla shell is a mirror. And then inside that mirror. When she goes, what's inside? I honestly thought he was going to be like, you can put anything you want. like Beef, sour cream. Carnitas. Carnitas. (laughs)
1: Some people Can like so? rice,
2: but I, I view that as a filler ingredient. Also,
1: also, he he's like, I had a burrito once when I went to Disneyland with my parents. Oh yeah, <laughs> he it's like he tries to he tries to
0: explain <laughs> the concept of a burrito to her, and she's like,
1: "Dude, what the fuck? I well, know what is? a burrito That's is." That's because she's a time traveler. She, burritos exactly. aren't super popular yet. It's still hot dogs and hamburgers for that those people.
2: That's what but I was this. thinking. I was like, does that oh. does that mean that like in nineteen? um burritos like weren't super popular or like weren't probably, known
1: probably not in the suburbs oh shit no ever, I, that makes right. sense that that that
0: didn't scan for me at all i was just like well, this is a weird <laughs> dumb line okay that oh, no. that makes I, more sense you thought I, I he was it, just being weird
1: and yeah. i loved it i love yeah. it because he's like no of course uh, a burrito is a and he just explains like, what a burrito <laughs> is oh god damn it
2: i loved but... how how like blindingly clueless Nick Cage was in this movie. To so all of the weird shit she says. Like, there's a scene in the electronics store mm-hmm. when she is like, I've lived an entire lifetime. Don't you understand that? And he's like, yeah, girls mature faster than guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah there's there's a lot of I lines that like that. where
0: <laughs> Yeah, she says something totally berserk, and then the other character is just like, oh, huh, yeah, anyway, like... Right, yeah. I mean, he, he acknowledges it, but it just isn't giving it the weight that it deserves, I
2: guess. Yeah, she's, like, losing her shit and saying, it's talking about, like, her kids that don't exist. And, like... Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: She does and, and, that through the entire movie, because yeah. she's even talking to her parents, and she's just yeah. like, oh, oh, I... Like when Grandma calls and then she freaks out because yeah. she's like, oh, "Grandma's, I can't talk to Grandma because she's dead." And it's like, "Yeah, I had a dream." What are you people. talking about, Gra- uh, Grandma's fine, and she's like, "Oh no, I had a dream." And then yeah. it's like, "Oh,
2: okay." And everybody's well, he- just like, "You've got to get it <laughs> together, young lady."
1: Oh, that Stop
0: Peggy, Peggy Sue, so imaginative! What a rich inner life she has,
2: <laughs> pretending to have the children, Beth and Scott. <laughs> Um, so he was going to kill her in one scene, though. Do you guys remember that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, yeah. he sneaks into her bedroom
1: while she's yeah. sleeping, holds a pillow above her face and just like thinks better of it. And then it's just like, we need to talk in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Which he then almost... I just was like, you guys are audibly yelling at each other in a fucking basement. I feel like anybody in the house and the neighbors across the street yeah. can still hear that. I thought
0: well, he was going to kill while, her. It in the yeah, it's, wi- it's wild that she even went down there with him she wakes up to him like menacingly standing over her bed and then he's like won't you join me in the basement and she's <laughs> she, her reaction isn't fuck no dude why would i do that like yeah i don't know I, she's, why she's would just she like, down there
2: she's like i remember what i saw in you uh, yeah yeah Oh, it's so cute the and way it's you so adorable. Thre- threatened to
0: asphyxiate me.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, Nick Cage is um, in a doo-wop group. And this movie made me... You know how sometimes you get, like, nostalgia for things you didn't experience? Like, you see, like, cool 80s malls, and you're like, fuck, I wish I was a teenager then. Mm-hmm. I, I now have a new one of those, and it is being in a four-piece doo-wop group that wears matching silver suits. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: you know, you got... You, Two and three, right here. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Did you think that that was just a joke in no, my I intro? Mean, Let, I uh, assumed.
1: I'm start it off. Uh, 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 key whistle. E.
2: <laughs> so we are the Boo. three. We're the three baritones. We got to find oh. some, something else. Damn! Yeah, uh, probably three a Three
1: and Steve. <laughs> now we just gotta find a Steve. <laughs> yeah. Hit the, us
2: up on Twitter. Yeah. Now if taking you're, um,
0: applications. You have to have
2: anything well, else? you have to
0: have kind of a kind of a killer range because we're all uh, in the lower registers. So also, you be. have
2: to be a good singer, which you're really gonna need to carry us.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll we'll start practicing, and yeah, then I mean, whenever you know. our fourth, you know, peers through the internet and finds us, we'll, yeah. we'll right. be ready.
1: You heard it here first. Uh, taking applications at at Wack Podcast. Yeah, go yeah. ahead and send
2: those over to at Wack Podcast. Send those to our HR department. Yeah, go ahead and. oh what song should we have them sing to us? Uh, it can't be. Um, I it's have be one. More... Um. And this is also uh, another installment of a new segment called Josh Reads the Subtitles for Music. Um, (laughs) (laughs) When they go to that club, uh, the band is singing a song called Finger Popping Time.
1: (laughs) All right. Yeah, (laughs) there it
2: is. (laughs) They were. Yeah, they were. I caught that one this time. Finger Popping Time. Finger Popping Time. Sorry. Finger Popping Time. There's an apostrophe, I believe. Yeah. all right yeah. if
1: that's public domain, we're using it. <laughs> yep.
2: yeah,
0: so go ahead and record a video of yourself singing finger pop in time and uh, send send that over to the old Twitter and we'll uh, yeah,
1: we'll we'll get back to you. Yeah,
0: we'll yeah. you know
2: we'll we'll hitch up. <laughs> I one thing that I did like about this movie, which is something that doesn't happen often in this style of movie or when this trope happens, you know, um, is that somebody goes back and tries to like fix problems, right? But instead, they just fuck a bunch of stuff up. Mm -hmm. I really liked that. You're Marty
1: McFly's.
2: Yeah, I mean, she goes back in time to try and, like, she tries to help. I mean, I guess she helps Richard, the nerd guy. She helps him.
1: Yeah, he becomes super rich. And he kind of, like...
2: Yeah, because of her, again, I have problems with time travel. Yeah. I'm sticking with my... She is she cannot see. She did not go to the past, but she for one week in the past had the ability to see the future. That's my Mm -hmm. um, theory here.
1: And my theory is they're mirror people. That's Okay, So a lot of competing theories. Mm. Um,
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to go with Josh's one on this one. Sorry. Sorry, mirror man. I'm
1: sorry. They start the movie that way and end the movie that way.
0: Yeah. It's all in a mirror. All right, Sean, I would like you to write me a 12 page paper, mm-hmm. single space, about how this movie is set in a mirror universe. And yes. I will uh, give that a look over.
2: Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll get uh, anything else? Oh, yeah. There's a scene when um, she writes him a Beatles song.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. She just, yeah, she gives him a Beatles song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he,
1: I, he changes all the 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 yas to ooze. Yeah, she writes him. She loves you. Oo, ooh, <laughs> ooh. I was fucking rolling. I
0: was fucking dying yeah. on the floor.
1: Uh, it was a good first draft. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. changed all the the yas to ooze. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, oh man,
2: I knew absolutely. absolutely I knew awesome. that she was gonna give him like a Beatles song because there's a reference to the Beatles earlier too. Um, yeah. She says she's going to go to yeah, Liverpool, Liverpool and discover yeah. them.
1: Like, yeah. yeah,
2: there you go. That would and have been it, a
1: good thing. Use of time.
2: Yeah. And her dad is like, hmm. When she says, yeah. that, he's like, I don't, I don't know about that. Um, I really wish she would have written them like, like the thong song <laughs> or like, <laughs> or <laughs> like, like Wonderwall. <laughs> yeah. Even though I know those songs do not come out for another like 12 years. But still, she's prescient. Yeah. Like she can see the future hmm Yeah. Um, I don't think I have much else to say. I was disappointed that Jim Carrey dropped out of the movie about halfway through, just kind of stopped showing up. I don't know. Did you guys buy the um, reunion or the kind of rekindling of their relationship? Uh,
0: no, I did not really. I mean... In some of the scenes earlier in the movie, they do have a chemistry, like a legit chemistry between them. Yeah. But the final scene in this film is pretty awkward.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. I didn't really when she like dumped him, I was like, yeah, nice. You know, when she immediately goes back in time, she immediately like dumps him. But then slowly is like, oh, you know, maybe I just didn't buy it. Like, I felt like it was. There was one scene when she just kind of liked him again. And I was like, why? What happened? What did he do? Why? What? What charmed you? I just didn't follow it.
1: It's the it's the locket that he gives her. And inside, it's the pictures. She sees the pictures of their two children. Mm -hmm. And then she was just like, oh, he does give you more than just like a hard time in the future there's still something there between them and yeah. she wants she wants her children because she does love them. And yeah, I thought that was, you know, the real kind of turning moment where she's just like, maybe this can work and we'll 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 work on it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I would have been interested to hear her make more reference to their relationship in the interim from high school to When things took a sour turn because she in the reunion scene at the beginning of the movie, one of her friends like asks her, was it a bad marriage or something like that? And she has aligned something to the effect of being like, well, no, I mean, it was a good it was good Mm -hmm. for a long time, Mm -hmm. you know, like so she does sort of reference this like, you know, it's been 25 years like, yeah you're you're talking a long period of time where things could have been good so it you know it would have been interesting if she had referenced that time period more like when she was sort of explaining why she you know what she saw in him or whatever like i i just have a hard time believing that 17 year old uh, fucking what's his name nick cage's character is like the best version of charlie charlie it's charlie 17 yeah. year old Charlie is the best version of Charlie. I that just can't possibly be true.
2: Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know. I, I maybe it was him. The you know, like Nick Cage. But I also just think the script didn't really like sell it. Um, That was like my one kind of complaint with the movie. Like I, I got what they were doing, which was you know, um they have other parts of their relationship that were good. And, you know, even though it ended poorly, the, it was still was like 25 years of presumably like a happy marriage, which is not nothing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just didn't, I wasn't fully into that, but I think that overall it works. I mean, would you guys recommend this movie? Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Same for sure. It's great. Go watch it. Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to say or should we skip to the recast uh, I think I'm pretty
0: ready for the recast I would say if we revisit the segment of hey how's oh, Nick Cage in that Yeah, thank you
2: I mean uh, we just talked about a little bit about it but let's dive yeah, in I,
0: I say bad I also I say, say not, not, not good, good in this
2: one And it's, um,
0: you know, I don't know, maybe it's it's funny, the order in which we watch these really colors my perception because we just watched Joe, a movie in which he's really good, like gave a great performance. So I know that he's capable and that makes me more judgmental. Like if we had watched this (laughs) on the heels, hot off the heels of Inconceivable, you know, maybe I would be more forgiving. But like after watching Joe, I'm just like, nope not not a good one. Not his best. Definitely not his best work.
1: Sean? Uh, I really enjoyed him in this movie <laughs> because, yeah, it's 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 all the things that were, like, Kathleen Turner didn't like about it, where it's like, yeah, his goofy teeth, his crazy pompadour, his fucking uh, silly vocal fry voice. Sounds like he, is, he the- snorted
2: a marble. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I liked all of those choices. But apparently, like, in the, you know, whatever, behind the scenes, there was, you know, some uh, questionable things happening. uh, Like, you know, Nick Cage was drunk a lot and whatnot. Whoa, really? Yeah. Well, not, I don't think in the, during the shooting, it was, uh, he supposedly got, like, two DUIs and um, uh, tried to steal a dog, but that was all. right. Said uh, Kathleen Turner had to like take that back because she had put that out in like a book and then yeah in her memoirs yeah memoirs and then yeah, her memoirs, and then, uh, uh, then had to redact that stuff because of defamation lawsuit but yeah I just <laughs> I think that that just adds a little flavor to it but I'm like whether it's true or not. Um, yeah, that sounds crazy. Forever will be a question, because as we all know, retracting
0: something due to the threat of a looming lawsuit is not really an admission that it was actually made up. Yeah. Like, yeah, it just means it wasn't worth her time or money to <laughs> yeah. fight about it. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah, doesn't mean it didn't happen. Yeah. Unclear. It's um, unclear. It, yes.
1: Allegedly, maybe did, didn't. I don't know not here to say that but that is definitely something that has been put in a Wikipedia article Um, I buy it (laughs) but uh, you know I so that kind of leaned into the kind of you know like I said earlier in the podcast where it's yeah she kind of like hated working with him and so it kind of works with the whole like I don't know what I saw in you back in the like what made me fall in love with you and that that makes the wor- movie work this movie work better.
2: Hmm. Um, I, so
1: I think he did a pretty great job.
2: <laughs> I guess I, I get what you mean, Sean. I understand that like that he's sort of repellent <laughs> um, mm-hmm. it, it, at the start, you know. And I think he really sold that. but I don't think that he sold the like charm underneath the crazy goofball persona. That's supposed to kind of, you know, bubble to the surface as the movie goes on. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think he sold that part well enough. I I think that. I just don't think he's very good. (laughs) I don't know.
1: I I think, you know, the parts where it's like he's trying to sing and do like, you know, he's trying to be like, you know, a musician. And and he just doesn't sell it that well because he's at his core a bit of a dork and a chode. (laughs) <laughs> Great H. And and so it's like, yeah, I could see why the guy from the record store like record uh whatever label was like, I'll pass. You know, you don't have that it factor, you know? You're um, just
0: you're just a vacuum where yeah. charisma should be. Yeah.
1: And and then that kind of like, <laughs> you know, crushes his soul a little bit, and then he's just like, maybe I should just, you know, start selling appliances and then then yeah, just, like, I did
0: like that scene where he's where he's got the dog and he's all dejected. Yep. Yeah, oh, that was good.
1: I, I like that a lot. Also, his outfit is great. Holy shit. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're all I, pretty good. I,
0: I agree with you, Sean, that his his performance in this movie is enjoyable. Okay, like when yeah. when when I, when I say it's not good, what I mean is he doesn't lose himself in this character, which is something that i think he actually generally does very well even even in even in movies that aren't his best one of his strengths as a performer is like really getting into the headspace of a particular character and that is something that i felt was kind of lacking in this movie but it's funny i mean i want to suck your twinkie it's funny there's good moments you know there's fun parts in this movie sorry how does he say that again (laughs) I'm not I'm not don't, gonna do it please like don't, yeah. please don't put me. I through that. I already did the intro. I did the intro in the
1: voice. You can't make me do anymore. Oh, Jeff's getting tired. It's okay. Yeah, um, I think that. The uh the, Okay, but yes. Just another point is just it's getting back to the he's did he's uh been rejected from the record label and mm-hmm. whatever. And then so he kinda takes his his like want of being a performer and then puts that into I'm like crazy, dude, smashing fortune cookies. What's this fortune cookie say? Yeah. Oh, there's next week the VCR remotes are on sale. How can I do that? I'm gonna go broke. I love that. I wanted more of that. Yeah, you're right. Like, he
2: does kind of channel that like performer energy into <laughs>
0: sales. You know. Yeah, when your when your a blood runs sale. thick with ham, you're gonna find a way to <laughs> ham it
1: up. Yeah, she you know, one she, way or another. Uh, she says to him. What do you know about classical music? Oh, uh, nothing. Uh, sales a sale, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what he did in this movie. He sold it. Although there's a couple moments where he like loses his voice, like where he drops the like, yeah, yeah you know, <laughs> drops the fry a little bit, and it was it distracting. So I, I can see where you're coming from. Where it's like, yes, it's enjoyable, but it's not a real good performance out of it. Yeah. But I have a hard time seeing the difference.
0: <laughs> I mean look it's I I am I'm, I'm willing to cut him some slack on on this one this is still a, a very early fil- film for him you know uh yeah um, also again I mean we've said this time and time again but none of us are saying we could do
2: a better job like we Nick right. we love yeah. you yeah. love we, you Nick follow, follow we- us on Twitter we'll we'll write the script for you any old time yeah so I think now it's time to come to the hardest question of all questions if you could recast the Nick Cage role in this movie with any other actor or actress from any time period in history, who would it be and why? Do you guys have one or do you want me to go? Oh, Go uh, ahead. Yeah, go. Okay. <laughs> Mine is boring, but I think it's just a good choice. Uh, Matthew Broderick.
0: Yeah. 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 That's
1: it. Yeah. Was Was there going to be a why there?
2: Well, just look at him. Be, yeah. Just, <laughs> have you seen Matthew Broderick? <laughs> uh,
1: see, it takes me this. My choice is just like someone that has been. I don't know. Maybe played like a, a versatile handyman that's kind of like trying mm. to raise a couple kids on his own. Yeah. Uh, it, it gets an odd job on a yacht and.
2: He's kinda over, like, He's overwhelmed. She, she,
1: yeah, overwhelmed. And then uh sees a woman fall off a boat and she hits her head and loses mm-hmm. her memory.
2: Yeah, she goes over uh the side.
1: Over over the side mm-hmm. of the boat. Um that guy, he, handyman.
2: He's a good actor. He doesn't usually go over the top.
1: Good beautiful hair. I think he could really rock that pompadour. Uh uh-huh,
2: yeah. Um
1: I guess I'm going to have to say Kurt Russell.
2: Probably yeah. <laughs> He guesses he has to say it. Has to. Yeah,
1: you're you're kind of priced
0: in at this point, aren't you, bud? Legally required. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, But if you want another answer that, you know, maybe, you know, I don't know. I feel like I would like to see, like, Keanu Reeves.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Just as a a, stunt. That's a good one. As a stunt cast, just to see him do it.
1: Yeah, mostly because I want to see, like, Keanu Reeves sing duop as well as rock a pompadour oh man
0: yeah i want to see both of those things too yeah he could have been so super menacing both in the bedroom murder scene and in the entrance <laughs> to the uh Attempted reunion menacing. yeah
2: would he do the voice you think fuck he would be required to do the yeah. voice the, anybody that does this would have to do the voice yeah or at least <laughs> so, a voice and
1: we haven't even talked about uh they've made a musical about this what so yeah um fucking it, excuse me we skipped the behind the scenes i had a whole bunch yeah, of Yeah, we're all over the place
2: today let's just jeff do you have a do you have one
0: uh yeah i do have one i was gonna say matthew perry of friends fame oh he okay. would be
1: good
0: I think that he is someone who could sell a switch back and forth between a grown-up and a little kid version very well. Yeah. Um, and, in fact, they uh, they kind of do that on Friends, uh memory serves. It's, that's uh, one of the, you know, quote, great American sitcoms with which I am less familiar. But yeah. I think that is a thing that they do, is they kind of, like, peer back into their earlier lives from time to time. But, I don't know, I, I just... I'm just I'm just banking on it. I I'm gonna say
2: Matthew Perry would do a good job with this role.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
2: I that's a great choice, yeah. I'm also not um uh uh familiar with friends.
1: Yeah, I've never like I've seen one episode and I was just like I don't get it. <laughs> and I stopped forever. Wow. Also I was just like,
2: Her nips are out. Yeah, that was a big deal back then. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, the um, 90s. A lot of people didn't know women had nipples, apparently. (laughs) For
2: shame. I know. So, uh, (laughs) um, what uh, what do you guys got for uh, what's going on back there on the other side of the scenes?
1: Well, I kind of just dropped the, like, you know, uh, uh, there's just a couple things. We already touched about the, like, you know, kind of the kind of feud between Turner and uh, um, Hooch. Nick, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't fucking turn Turner and Hooch. Mm-hmm. And then, um, well, I guess he was kind of drunk, wasn't he? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and and um, um, bringing it full circle <laughs> on that crazy. joke. <laughs>
2: oh, dude.
1: Uh, but yeah, there's very little on this uh, entry for the uh, musical adaptation other than mm-hmm. a full length uh, musical theater production uh, was. Uh, Done in two thousand one, uh, and it happened at the uh, London West End theater mm. district. And despite uh, receiving solid reviews, it, it was forced to cancel the show early huh. due to nine eleven. Wow!
2: Oh, yeah. Yikes. So
1: I don't think you know you know Kathleen Turner or Nicholas Cage were had anything to do with that project. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, damn, what if this what if this movie had just like more nick cage singing Wouldn't right that be great? Yeah, i mean that's what I, I, was missing. I mean i think that this plot
0: would work pretty well as a musical i yeah, you I know mean, as far as adapting movies into musicals go like yeah, they did jukebox. it with legally blonde and pulled that off somehow so i mean this movie seems like it'd be a, a good fit for
2: that mm-hmm. yeah that's true i mean yeah this movie would be a great musical uh yeah what else you guys got Oh, that is it, buddy. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh,
0: Nick Cage's role was supposed to go Steve Gutenberg, but he something, I forget. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I no, nothing I, I I did a little bit of digging around, but nothing really piqued my uh, curiosity um, too
2: too super much. Steve Gutenberg would also have been a great choice. Um I actually had another thing which was it was um Penny Marshall was supposed to be the director of this movie. Or she was the second director of this movie. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Um, let me see. Give me one sec. Let me see who the first one was. Yeah, it was going to be directed by Jonathan Dem. Oh, he did Silence of the Lambs, Philadelphia. Hmm. He began with a 1974 women in prison movie. That's a genre? Yeah, that's a genre. Um, yeah, it is. Ca- <laughs> called Caged Heat, I guess. hmm I've seen it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, Sean's... Uh... I'm more surprised when you haven't seen movies at this point. But yeah, Penny Marshall, who did, you know, she did like Big and um, A League of Their Own and some other stuff. Hmm. Yeah, but... um, Yeah, anyway, I know that she was supposed to do it, but there were just a lot of conflicts. There were multiple people who were supposed to play the Kathleen Turner part, too. I, hmm. I get the feeling that this is one of those movies that kind of got kicked around for a couple of years. Um, to different different crews and different casts
0: yeah that's really interesting to think of this movie as being like a concept that you know the studio was so dead set on producing that it was like shifted from you know star to star or like director to director it's yeah. i i mean you know it's not really like It's not like the next Star Wars or whatever, like the next installment of some big franchise where like someone's going to direct it no matter what. They just got to find the person. it's interesting to to think that this movie kind of falls into that category of like the producers made it happen (laughs) regardless of who they were going to get to do it. You know, that's
2: that's kind of weird to me. Like a halo kind of movie, how that's been in production or in pre-production for like 10 fucking years now.
0: Yeah, or like Ender's Game, you know, is yeah. a movie that languished in production hell for a long time and then finally got made.
2: Yeah, it's,
1: I just don't understand. Like, they're going to make, like, how many avatars? And who cared about the first one? <laughs> well, it's... It made money, yes. Yeah. But who talks about it? Nobody. I, I've still never seen
0: it, and I won't. Now I'm sure, I'm sure of it, because we were playing that stupid Jackbox trivia game yeah. the other day, and I found out that the uh, the material that they're <laughs> after is straight up called unobtainium. <laughs> and I want to punch James Cameron in his face. I got yeah. that question right. <laughs> I, I cannot believe that he would be so brazen yep. in his disrespect. <laughs> Of America's, well,
2: no, actually, I guess he's it does making kind a, of he's making now, but I think a whole language
1: about it. It's okay. Well,
2: folks, he's... I think it's going to do it for us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> and as always, don't steal dogs. Don't steal yeah, dogs. Join
0: us, uh, join us next week when uh, we do our first big Halloween special. Oh, yes. It is October now.
1: Blah, 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 blah.
0: Yeah. Are you guys, blah. were you guys excited by the prospect of uh, Nicolas Cage as a vampire? Because next week we're doing Vampire's Kiss. Fuck yeah. So strap Finally. in. Mm-hmm.
2: All Hell right. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. tune in next week, guys. It's <laughs> gonna be crazy if you haven't seen it. Um, you should go watch this one.
1: <laughs> yeah, you 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 really should watch that before yeah. we even talk about. Yeah,
0: yeah. This oh is this is definitely definitely one to check out for sure. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, bye everybody. Bye. Yeah. Right, thanks for bye. listening.
0: Bye. bye. Blood. Blood.
2: Blood. Thanks for listening. Don't worry, this will be short. If you enjoy the podcast and want updates, check us out on Twitter. We're at atwacpodcast. That's A-T-W-A-C podcast for All the Worlds a Cage. Also, review us on iTunes if you use that or recommend us to a friend. Well, ask if they like Nick Cage first and then ask if they like podcasts and then recommend us. Thanks again.